and welcome to the Men in Tights podcast. Hope you all are having a lovely week, and hopefully you'll have an even better weekend. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Breaker, or YouTube. And please follow me on Twitter at IamFositude for all future podcast information. This is part 10 of my long-running hashtag release the Snyder Cut series. You can check out the previous nine entries in the archives, as Conrad Thompson would say. And for this entry, which has seriously been building up in my head for a long time, I will be discussing what has become of this movement, of this campaign, because, oh boy, a lot of shit has been happening, and a lot of it has not been good at all. For some time now, the DC fandom has been very divided on several fronts, particularly with the films that have been released post-Justice League, like Aquaman and Shazam, as well as the films that have yet to be released like Joker, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984, The Batman, and The Suicide Squad. Uh, On one side, there are the fans who are worried that these films will be MCU light with the comedy and the bright colors and, you know, not taking itself seriously like some of the stories should be. And then on the other side, there are the fans who are excited to see these future DC films regardless of all that. I'm on the latter side, in case you were wondering. Now, I did touch on the DC WB boycotts last year, I believe on parts 5, 6, and 7 in the series. And these boycotts are still happening, as evident by Shazam underperforming at the box office with a worldwide gross of only... worldwide. And that's not a flop, despite what many people on Twitter love to claim, because it still made a profit, but it's definitely not what New Line Cinema and Warner Brothers were hoping for. They were hoping for it to get at least half of what Aquaman made, uh, which unfortunately it did not. Still getting a sequel though, because it did turn a profit. And many of the fans who did see Shazam, from what I've seen on Twitter, from those who didn't like it, felt like it was proof of WB officially going the MCU route with the DCEU, and have again made the proclamation to not give Warner Brothers any of their money until they release the Snyder Cut of Justice League, and that after they do release it, then they'll be 100% finished with any and all future WBDC movies. And that is a section of the fandom that I really do not like and try my best to ignore. But I am often dragged into a lot of the drama whenever I like, reply to, or retweet certain tweets, and that is just not fun at all for me. Now remember, I always say that people are going to like or dislike whatever they are going to like or dislike. But I also say to not make others feel like shit for liking or wanting something that you don't like or want. When you do that, especially those within the DCEU fandom that I've interacted with recently, you become just as bad as the people who have talked so much shit about DC fans over the last five or six years. You become just as bad as the MCU fans who brag about how many millions and billions of dollars their movies have made over the DCEU films. You become part of the problem. Now, this division among the fans, the the fighting within the fandom, is absolutely ridiculous. 
that we're at each other's throats because we can't seem to agree on anything anymore, not even the smallest little things. You know, we're not united as we should be. We've become tribal, almost militant. It is no longer an us versus them situation. It has become an us versus us situation. And as Stephen Colbert and Dave the Film Junkie said on the Film Junket podcast a few weeks ago, it's the angry fans instigating the hate, the infighting, and the division who are the bigger threat to the movement than some blogger who loves to write about how much they hate Zack Snyder's movies. We are essentially our own worst enemy. We really are. And a lot of the infighting and division has come from people who feel that some of us who aren't doing enough to show our support for the movement, not doing enough to show our support for Zack Snyder's original vision of Justice League. And many of them feel that if you're not constantly posting videos or podcasts about the Snyder Cut, tweeting about the Snyder Cut, donating to the, to the various campaigns, shouting out loud to the heavens above to release the Snyder Cut, it means that you want the movement to fail and that you don't want the movie to be released. And that is just the silliest point of view of this whole situation. It really is. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Because believe me, it is happening. And much like Film Junkie, who I highly recommend that you all subscribe to his channel on YouTube. You know, I happen to like what he says, because I tend to agree with a lot of it, honestly. And he says that the videos that he does, the podcasts that he puts up, you know, that that is his contrib contribution to the movement and to the campaign. And this podcast, this is my contribution to the movement and the campaign. Talking about everything that has been going on. And trying to bring as much attention to it as possible with with this episode, making it 10 podcasts discussing this very subject of the Snyder Cut and everything surrounding the DC films over the last, mm, how many decades? since Basically since Superman the movie from, from back in the 70s. And has it been effective? I honestly don't know. But at least I'm still contributing to the campaign for Warner Brothers to eventually release a film that we were promised for November 2017 and ultimately denied. And to the people who think that guys like Film Junkie, like John Aaron Garza of Real in Motion, uh, like the comic movie Marks, uh, Film Gob, uh, and even myself, that we're only doing this stuff to get clicks on the YouTube channels, make money off these podcasts, you know, that we don't actually give a shit about the movement. Trust me, we're not making much of anything off of this. Like, you know, use my example of myself, because I can't really speak on what any any money that they might have made from, from ad revenue. I've made barely a dollar off of these podcasts and the videos that I've put up on the YouTube channel. You know, I've barely made anything on on my little podcast contribution to the campaigns. You know, we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it as our contribution to get more eyes and ears on what really happened behind the scenes with the production of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And we do it with the hope of making as much noise as possible to get the attention of Warner Brothers executives to hopefully convince them to eventually release the true 3-hour, 34-minute Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. And speaking of John Aaron Garza, I want to talk about the article that he wrote for RealAnarchy.com titled, Exclusive. Here's what AT&T really thinks about the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Because, um, oy, 
this article pissed off a lot of fans. It really did. You know, and I know it wasn't his intentions, but you know, it did kind of divide us even more. But here we go. Now, to summarize what John wrote with the information provided by those that he has been in contact with at Warner Brothers in DC, because he does have legitimate sources. Um, in the eyes of Warner Brothers and AT&T, because remember, AT&T is not the parent company of Warner Brothers, or are they merch? I don't know. But, um, it's the fans' fault that we don't have the Snyder Cut yet. And it's been, it's because of the things that I mentioned a few minutes ago. The boycotts, the infighting, the harassment of Warner Brothers employees. Yes, the harassment of Warner Brothers employees. There's been a lot of it. They see all that happening daily, and it is ugly. So why would they want to reward that kind of behavior, you know? <coughs> uh, now, in John's article, he makes it very clear the, that the film does in fact exist, and that Warner Brothers and AT&T would release the Snyder Cut if there is money to be made with it. And there is money to be made. And I know that there are thousands of fans like myself worldwide who would be happy to pay whatever amount of money to see it. But the studio needs more than that. What they need is to see that more people, besides the Snyder Cut fans, besides the fans, you know, a couple of thousand, a couple of hundred thousand uh, that want to see it, they need to see that they can earn real profit from the release of the film. We need to make our numbers grow. We need to do it in a way that shows we have the purest of intentions and that we are not the toxic cult that social media has made us out to be. You know, this is not what Zack Snyder would want from us. It's not. I've never met him. I don't know him personally. But I am pretty sure that he would be very disappointed in what has become of this campaign. You know, he he would want us he wants us to continue the fight for the film's release. He wants us to continue making noise. But he doesn't want it to happen with the bullshit that we've been doing. He wouldn't want us to to fight each other. He would want us to fight together. He would want us to be united for the cause. And he would want us... This is going to sound incredibly cheesy, but fucking... He would want us to be his Justice League. Alright, I'm going to take a quick break. as stretch my legs and refill my drink. Do whatever else I need to do. And I'll be right back. So, don't go away. <laughs> Alright, I am back from my little break, my drink is refilled, my legs didn't fall asleep, my bladder has been relieved, let's get back into this thing. And right now I want to talk about Project Comic Con. I talked about it a few weeks ago, but now even more has been happening with it since then, so I wanted to talk about it some more, give it the time that it deserves. Now for starters, as of this recording, uh, the GoFundMe campaign has raised 19000 $460 of a $21,410 goal. And I'm sure that by the time this podcast goes live, that number will be even higher. Now, the campaign has also reached level four, which is to have ads placed at bus stops around San Diego. A very ambitious move for sure, but it is a move that is very doable. And once this goal is reached, then they will uh, unlock level five of this campaign. And this is all the information currently available for that as of right now. After much discussion, we would like to announce that we have a level 5 in mind. Uh, 
should your generosity continue to ensure our success. This level 5 idea holds a special place in our hearts, as it corresponds with Zack Snyder's five-part vision of the DCEU. We thank you again for generous for your generosity, Spartans. Now let's shoot for level 5. Now I am both very curious and very excited to find out what level 5 is going to be. And I am very certain that we will find out very, very soon. And I will, of course, talk about it on here when it is revealed. Uh, so follow at RT Snyder Cut to keep up to date with all campaign developments. And uh, another recent development for the campaign are these beautiful wanted flyers that were created by Ramesh Silva, who has contributed a lot of artwork to this campaign that can be seen on the screen if you're checking this podcast out on YouTube. Uh, the purpose of the flyers <clears throat> is you print for you to print them out uh, and post them around town, wherever you live. Uh, we're legally permitted. Don't want anyone getting arrested for this. Find out where you are legally allowed to post such flyers. You know, Take a picture of the flyers around and tag RT Snyder Cut so that it, it can be seen all over the world. On Twitter, on Instagram, on Vero, Facebook, wherever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Now, I haven't done this yet, and I honestly am not sure if I'm even going to post these flyers around where I live, but I am more than happy to bring awareness to others about it, and hope that they will go around posting it themselves. And you know, this is the kind of tactic that the movement needs, because uh, it will get more eyes and ears on the campaign, and will hopefully help our community to grow even more, because that is what we need to do. As I said earlier, this that is what will really get the attention of Warner Brothers and AT&T, because it will show them that we are so much more than what we have become. And when this campaign reaches San Diego Comic-Con next month, that is where we will be able to make the biggest impact yet. And with Warner Brothers apparently not having a panel in Hall H this year, there is basically nothing to hold us back from letting our voices be heard. And we will be able to reach thousands of attendees at this event, and maybe even some of the celebrities who will be appearing as well, you know, which, you know, if we can get someone like, like a Kevin Conroy or, or another, you know, actor or actress to say something about the Snyder Cut, have it on video, and, you know, that would be amazing. You know, San Diego Comic-Con is our opportunity to make a true statement, so let's unite and make it happen. And that is it for this week's edition of the Menatites Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed listening. And if you didn't, thanks for tuning in anyway. It was kind of a short one. Uh, probably my shortest Snyder Cut podcast that I've done so far. But um, no, it's really everything that I felt that I needed to say on the subject. But, but you know, I said what I needed to say. And, you know, I feel much better about it now. But please be sure to tune in next week because I'll be talking about Hmm. Actually, I have no idea at this moment. <laughs> you know, but I'll let you all know on the Twitter if I figure anything out. And by the way, I am still hard at work on my Marvel vs. DC Part 2 podcast. So if you've been wondering why it's not here yet, it's coming. And it'll be coming this year, I promise. And again, don't forget to subscribe to the show on Spotify. Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Breaker, or YouTube, and feel free to tweet me at IamFazzitude for all 
podcast updates, or if you just want to chat with me about whatever, I'm good for that as well. You can also follow me on Instagram at Fozitude. Remember, it's F-O-Z-Z-I-T-U-D-E to enjoy some of the pictures and memes I post on there from time to time. Oh, I almost forgot. I am now on Patreon. Yes, I've bit the bullet inside of the joint Patreon. Uh, I was encouraged to do this a while back by my oldest brother, and at the time I didn't think, you know, like, you know, why would I do that? I'm, you know, I don't have a lot of people that tune into this podcast anyway, but, you know, my numbers seem to be growing much, much more, so decided to say, fuck it, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I don't get a, a monthly donation, whatever, but yeah. You can, you can find all that information in the description for this podcast. You can check it on on, on Twitter as well. I'll have the link posted on there. Uh, so if you enjoy the kind of content that I provide on this podcast and would like for me to continue doing so, feel free to donate whatever amount you can, whatever you can. You know, no amount is too small, nothing, no amount is too big. You know, and I will again, I will include the link in the description so you can check it out and decide if you want to donate. And if you choose to become a patron of the podcast, you can also submit any suggestions of topics for future podcasts. Now, to- no topic is off limits, so feel free to send me anything you want. And you know, also with your donations, I'd be able to improve the quality of the podcast, uh, where I can get like maybe like new equipment, um, like a better microphone, a you know, better recording software or hardware to 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 give you much better quality. Uh, podcast, you know, so with superior sound and other good stuff like that. Um, and, and who knows, maybe I could, even with your donation, I might be able to afford having guests appear on here from, you know, every now and then, which haven't yet um, been talking with people to, about making that happen sometime, but as of right now, don't have anything locked in for that. But again, if you follow me on Twitter at IamFositude, You'll get all, you know, updates on that right away. Uh, And as always, thank you all so much for tuning in and for subscribing. As I always say, I love each and every one of you who do. I genuinely do. And I hope you all enjoy your weekend. That you spend it with your loved ones if you can. This has been the Men Insights Podcast. I am Julian. I'll see you all next time. Bye.